Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a senior journalist from India, Aditi Srivastava. Aditi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, Aditi is the founding lead of Elevate and the Cap Table. She's worked with Reuters, The Economic Times, and Stellaris Venture Partners. So, uh, Aditi, before we get into uh, what you're doing now, you also you say it speed makes a good story, velocity makes an outcome. Right. Please explain this with an example or maybe an anecdote. Got it. Uh, so, this is uh, actually something that, uh, you know, I have... Uh, I've learned from Shane Parrish, like uh, I've, I've read a lot of uh, his work on mental models. And uh, uh, this was something that I sort of took home. And largely because as a journalist, I see this all the time that, you know, we are, we are reading a lot of stuff, which, you know, is uh, so much about speed. And it's so much about, you know, what next growth at all costs, all of that. And mm. uh, when you step back and you see how some of the biggest companies or the most uh, defensible brands were made. Correct. Uh, they have been made, uh, you know, on velocity and not speed. Hmm. Um, so uh, I, I'll step back a little bit, right? Like uh, people often mistake speed and velocity. Hmm. So um, I would say velocity is not equivalent to speed, right? Velocity is speed plus vector mm-hmm. and how fast someone can get something somewhere. Hmm. So um, uh, it, it's possible that you move two steps forward. And then if you move two steps back, then you're... Correct then there's speed, but there's zero velocity. Correct. Um, so like in my personal life, I've seen that so much, like I, I go on crash diets, for example, right? That, you know, lose weight in 10 days. Um, what does that really mean? You know, you you gain, uh, you lose 10 kilos, you gain uh, gain them back in the next, uh, you know, month or so. It's it's speed, but it's 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 not, it's not an outcome, right? right. That, that right. you would. Now, right. I, I, I take that a little forward to, you know, business, like I cover e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I've seen how an Amazon or a Flipkart has grown, right? So they make, um, so uh, uh, to understand this, so for example, an Amazon will make, you know, fulfillment centers, uh, they will make their own delivery fleet, they'll make processes. Um, these are all things that compound over the years and, um, you know, what, what you get to see as a consumer at the end of the day is that your shipment gets delivered next day or in four hours, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that is because speed has come with velocity, right? Like it's, uh, it's, it's come with vector and it's, it's moving towards a certain direction. And then you will also see a lot of the new companies, right? They come and, you know, they, they move fast, they break things, they burn a lot of money, they get to the headlines. I fall for it. We all fall for it. Uh, that, you know, how is this possible? And then a year later, you'll see that, you know, companies are downsizing, uh, you know, unit economics are not sustainable. So it, it, it keeps sort of getting you back to that thing that, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's not the same thing. And what makes a billion dollar outcome mm. is a very different uh, capability than what it is to, uh, you know, move fast, break things. And, and, and both sort of, uh, and for me, it is literally about practicing that in daily life and mm-hmm. uh, remembering that and being conscious of that, you know, as I meet people and as I learn uh, that, that how do I make uh, differences in, uh, you know, the way I think or my behavior mm-hmm. or my habits in such a way that it has velocity and it's not just about speed oh, interesting. 
And oh, interesting. I, I think that's uh, that's where I get it from. Uh, it's actually from Shane Parrish uh, and his mental models uh, 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 book. Uh, but this 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 was something that really stuck with me because I think this is something that, again, is about velocity. That fascinating, it, fascinating. So now let's talk a little bit about the cap table. Right. Tell me a little bit about this uh, venture. Uh, so CapTable, uh, so we are basically a bunch of journalists uh, who worked in mainstream media. Uh, and uh, we decided that um, the startup ecosystem, the India tech ecosystem is so vibrant at this point. Mm. Um, and, and that a lot of people are interested in understanding a little bit more in depth about what is happening in the Indian ecosystem. What are some, how are some of the top companies being built out? Who are the people on the top? Uh, uh, how India is evolving into like, you know, a startup tech hub. Um, and, and we thought that there was a gap where there was a lot, uh, a lot, uh, a lot of potential for meaningful long form insights on mm -hmm. the market. Mm -hmm. um, and we were very lucky that at the same point where, you know, we thought this way, um, you know, Shraddha uh, from your story, uh, she gave us the opportunity to say, guys, why don't you just build this? And, mm. you know, she started her journey 13 years back. Mm. Um, and her journey was all about, uh, you know, telling stories that matter. Because at that point, that was what mattered to tell mm. entrepreneurial stories. Mm. And today we were at that point where we said that, you know, along with that, we also need to do a little additional uh, reporting and a little, uh, you know, we need to move the narrative forward uh, from just telling stories to being like a uh, optimistic critic of sorts right Correct. So, um i think that's how captable was founded uh, um and uh, the ethos remains the same that we are uh, journalists who are madly in love with the idea of india's startup tech ecosystem being one of the largest in the world Correct. Uh, and how do we cover it in the most holistic manner mm. uh, and yeah i think that's what drives us amazing amazing so uh you know, over the years, journalism has changed quite dramatically. Right. And I remember, you know, I'm much, much older. But I remember, you know, when I was 21 year old in the, the late 70s, early 80s, you know, there would be a few superstar journalists. Mm -hmm. And we would read what they said, and they would give their opinion, and we accepted it. Today, the entire, uh, you know, news has become democratized and therefore I can form my own opinion. I would love to get your perspective on how has journalism changed over the years? So I love the fact that, you know, people, uh, and, and as a journalist, that's what I want. I want to be the writer who gives you all the information and gives you all the context. Mm. And I want to leave it on you to form your opinion and, you know, make those long threads on Twitter to say, you know, hey, this is what I hear and this is what I make out of it. Um, so I think the number of platforms to express your opinion have dramatically increased. Right. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, at least when I, uh, and, and I started with Reuters, right? And Reuters was like completely by the book. You, you know, one word here, there, which could sort of sway, uh, you know, in a particular direction was, mm. uh, you know, measured, uh, you know, very carefully. Mm. Um, so I come from that school of thought that, you know, I need to do all my research and present the facts as they are mm -hmm. and let, and let the readers decide and, and, and let them talk about it and let them, uh, uh, let them have their own voice. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about, so you'll see me very, 
very rarely will you see me having an a very strong opinion on something okay uh, and 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 that also comes from being a startup and a tech reporter uh, because in startups and tech you i mean every 3 years you will be proven wrong so if you see yeah. a story that you wrote 3 years back yeah chances are it's already been disrupted <laughs> okay. uh, so well said well said so, so you so you uh, so you already know that you know you can't know it all like you you uh, you you have to sort of evolve with the time so um uh, i think i love where this is going uh, mm. uh, I, i think it gives a lot of uh, empowerment to people uh, to people to express themselves which is great mm. uh, but i think at the same time people are seeking the right data points mm. to make their opinion mm. uh and i feel that as a journalist my job is to give them all the right data points all the right context and then tell them that hey go for it you tell me what you think uh it it, it could be either way mm-hmm. uh, you know your your comment of uh, let people form their opinion is like a breath of fresh air in the in current world of journalism where everyone's trying to say this is how you must think if you look at it right so that's fantastic my other question to you is that the mode in which news uh, is being now disseminated has changed dramatically to personal devices and there are so many other formats yeah. i'm still you know from the dinosauric dinosaur age of reading my two newspapers every morning what is the small personal devices doing to news now Uh, that's that's a hard one even for me i think it's it's evolving um, um so i think it 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 changes from you know every, it changes every 10 years um and um, uh, i i think just 5 years back i would use an app to you know just see uh, you know what the latest headlines are mm. uh, and and then i started following so, uh, and and then i sort of got a little bit more specialized that hey you know i am more interested in certain kind of things that i want to track and these are the people that i want to track so let me go wherever they are and whatever platform they are on and hear them out so for some that may be twitter for the others it may be uh, a newsletter uh, for some it may just be like they may be mainstream writers and you know i really respect their opinion and i really respect their reporting about a certain thing uh, and and I, i you know and i'm actually all over the place as well mm-hmm. uh, and uh, i love my newspaper uh, uh, in the morning as well yeah. so so i think it's it, it's um what what's happening is that uh, the number of platforms itself are increasing uh, uh and people are consciously making a choice of following uh, you know uh, you know narrowing down their own uh, narrowing down what works best for them correct so so it's hard to um, i mean sometimes i consume news on instagram and it's un- like I-, i would never have thought that you know i'd be reading a forbes uh, mm. uh, graphic on instagram but you know i see it there and i and i feel that this is uh, this is an interesting way for me to you know consume news in a soft manner um so uh, for me uh, and and i and i think that this applies to everyone uh, uh, in a sense that um you decide where you you know uh, what you know how you want to spend your time mm-hmm. uh and uh, you know do it in the most efficient way i think everyone is trying to make different tools for that um i never thought podcast would work for me for example but mm-hmm. uh, there are sometimes i get up in the morning and i'm listening to uh, shane parish or i'm listening to uh, the morning brew um so so it's so it's uh, uh, it's just that the number of outlets have increased and uh, it gives people the flexibility uh, of deciding how they want to do it um and 
I think I'll leave it at that. It's okay. Uh, okay. I think that's a great response. Uh, my next question to you, Aditi, is that you know you have broken several scoops, you know, and uh, they, they've, they've all done very, very well from whatever little I was reading. My question to you is that why does negative news sell and positive news seems to get ignored? Got it. it it's an interesting one uh, because um, so I have a personal view on it that I think that uh, negative news sells because it's somewhere people are looking for a little bit of um, uh, not everybody gets to the media, right? So mm-hmm. the people who get to the media, um, there is some sort of an envy that sort of comes in the way that, uh, you know, this guy made it and, you know, I've, I've been doing something for XYZ number of years. I'm the one behind the scenes causing an impact and XYZ and uh, uh, very few people make it to the screen mm-hmm. uh, or, 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 to, or to the limelight uh, in that matter. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a part of us and it's, it's, it's largely behavioral science that would say that, you know, I want to see all sides of that story. I don't want to, um, I, I don't want to get carried away because like in life, we know that there's always a balance. And if you don't, uh, if you don't see the other side of the balance and uh, you get more and more curious that, you know, you know, it can't be like this. It, yeah. it has to be something different. You know, I'm missing out on something yeah. or they don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think the minute they get even a little bit of an outlet and any reader gets a little bit of an outlet to see that what could that other side possibly be, they're mm-hmm. curious to understand that. And it's it's a sense of uh, a balancing act that they see uh, that, hey, right, you know, this company was growing XYZ, but that was just one part of the story. Now they're cutting costs. So yeah. I was right. It was not sustainable. So mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like a self-validation uh, yeah. in, in a way as well. You're, right. You're so uh, right. So You're so, so right. I so I think it's, it's it's largely behavioral science of how we all just think. Oh, absolutely. You know, in uh, fact, I was hearing someone speak the other day and said, uh, they said, you know, why do Sas Bahu serials uh, do so well? And the response was that because every human being says that, oh, if it's happening on the screen and if it happens in my house, then everything is okay. Right. Right. Oh, you're absolutely right about the behavioral part. Well said. So uh, let's now move to Elevate. Hmm. Tell me about uh, what you're doing in Elevate. So elevate for me is uh, is largely and and not just me for me and Shraddha both right it's 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 a mission of um, so we've been part of countless number of talks we've you know uh, I, I've uh, you know I, I've done I've done a lot of stuff to uh, you know uh, understand what is the best way to uh, you know help somebody out in in you know in terms of in times of need and as a journalist sometimes I think that the best you can do is open your network up to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and get them access to exactly what they need for what they want at whatever point in time, because you are not the best at everything. The mm-hmm. best uh, your capability today is to uh, connect people to the right person to give the right advice at the right time. Right. And, and and that is such a lacking thing in our ecosystem uh, access. Um, so I started with it with to say that, you know, uh, one, I hate the fact that there are very few women in leadership roles today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's true for startups. It's true for, uh, it's true across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where can we help? We can help with startups. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that, uh, you know, women are ambitious and, and you know, they want to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the best possible way to, you know, help them accelerate their journey to leadership? Mm-hmm. 
um, and for everybody it's different right for me it may not be so much for me it may be a little bit more on you know how do i think more critically for somebody else it may be you know how do i build my brand for a third person it may be that hey i'm not even enjoying my job i want to do something completely different but how do i find somebody who encourages me to think out of the box and say that you know it is possible for you to become a product manager today from being a data analyst yesterday correct um, and i think for elevate what we did was we called in a lot of applications we shortlisted uh, 15 uh, 18 out of those mm. um a uh, shortlist just based on you know our capability of you know where we think that we can add value uh, so we narrowed it down to mid level management and uh, on path to a leadership role and we said let me connect you to you know the best leaders in the country men mm-hmm. women who will help you get there or who will help you think about you know the right ways to get there mm-hmm. um and 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 that's what the program is like it's it's a close community it's uh, women talking to each other and you know sharing uh, their learnings it's uh, them talking to emerging leaders and uh, you know getting perspective from them uh, and it is about them being mapped to a to one leader uh, and that one leader essentially helps them figure that biggest gap that they think that they have in their skill set um and and help them move forward um so so i think that's that's where uh, that's how it was sort of done and it was you know the, our first cohort um, and we were very um, um our aim with it was very very uh, tight that you know even if out of these 18 women if eight or if five are able to uh, you know derive value from it and uh, you know help themselves move forward in the right direction then you know it's a job well done like it's uh, you know it's uh, it's it's amazing to you know even see that outcome come that's it well said so again for my viewers and listeners i'd love to get your perspective on what are some of the kind of challenges uh, some of these women uh, leaders face as a part of your first cohort um so i think a lot of them um um were in a state of flux during the pandemic uh, that uh, you know uh, is their career moving in the right direction uh, Uh, i i saw a lot of them uh, being very apprehensive about um, you know asking for what they deserve mm. uh, for example um, or even thinking about the right mental models that if i want to go from a to b what is the right way to go about it what is the right way to think about it um, i'm sure there are men who face the same issues but uh, this is uh, for for me it was more that <coughs> sorry for me it was more that how do i get you know some of uh, these women to solve for that uh, you know capability mm-hmm. a lot of them were also thinking about you know how do i build a brand for myself like they they would see a lot of uh, so for example a lot of men do a lot of twitter threads right uh, you'll see a, very few women do that and uh, very few women investors so there was a woman investor who uh, essentially said that you know i'm intimidated mm-hmm. and i'm and and i go back to twitter and i see that someone uh, you know half of her experience is actually uh, uh you know uh doing that today and uh, she's intimidated to do it because she, she feels that what will people think about me so a lot of these barriers um yeah. uh are there and uh, and and for example somebody wants to start up so they want you know different kind of uh, advice on what mm-hmm. is the best way to do this um, mm-hmm. um so so a lot of these different nuances and and i think each woman had uh, her own different Viewpoint on what she wanted, sure. uh, 
from from the particular cohort and uh, and yeah and uh, our job was to just connect them to the right people to uh, you know help them figure out so for example we did one with kunal shah and you know uh, largely people were asking questions around you know how do you evaluate companies mm. uh, how do you evaluate founders uh so a lot of and and the people who were selected for this uh, select town hall were women who wanted to start up mm. so uh, it gave them access to somebody's point of view uh, or somebody who actually does a lot of very active investments mm. um uh, his point of view on what he looks for when he's starting up and some of those answers may not be something that you would see in the media because you know uh, you tend to say all the right things okay. and uh, uh but but when you are uh, but when you know that th- there is no media uh you know uh, uh, uh there is no uh, there, there is no overhand of a media outlet out there right so mm. you you think about it differently and you give very candid advice right so, so i think uh, uh, that was it i also saw a lot of them interested in a lot of new tech like you mm. know they wanted to understand what are nfts what is crypto how is it changing the world um uh, so it so it it depended on you know uh, the stage at which they were in their career and what they wanted the most going forward but uh, i think it was spread across the board very interesting and is this some kind of a structured program that you are planning to have for a lot of women or is it a one off thing that you started and you're still experimenting so the first cohort was largely experimentation uh, mm. we we wanted to see how we can do this uh, in a more scalable manner mm. uh, i actually came from the school of thought that this cannot be done in a scalable manner because if you want to understand how to uh, impact somebody uh, at a very deep level you need to mm. uh, you need to get the entire background of where and one size does not fit all mm. um, so uh, th- that's where i came from um slowly we realized that there are some problems that can actually be clubbed together and uh, one person may be able to answer some of these questions for five different women so for example if you're talking about brand building uh, we got somebody from sequoia to you know be able to you know help with uh, you know a mental model to how mm-hmm. to build your brand and your present pr presence mm-hmm. um so uh, by the end of it i think i realized that a lot of it can be clubbed as town halls and can be clubbed as you know closed door meetings mm-hmm. uh, but i think i still genuinely believe that you know uh, uh and and by the way none of these women had mentors ever in their life like mm-hmm. for their mentors were at best their bosses uh, and uh, you know uh, they're not going to teach you the right framework for life they're going to mm-hmm. teach you uh, you know how to do your job better absolutely uh, absolutely so um so i think uh, we will do this again uh, but um it will be in a different way and uh, this time we want to do it in a more scalable way Mm. uh and uh, you know i'm i'm just so glad that these women gave their time to us to help us even understand uh, you know yes. where to take this yeah. forward yeah yeah i agree i agree ati i've got time for one more question and this is for the many many viewers and listeners who will listen to our and view our conversation mm. what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journalistic journey Oh, that's a tough one, right? Um, I think uh, the biggest lesson that at least I take away for myself every single day um, as a journalist is to back myself. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know, I just keep uh, I, I just keep telling myself that that you know, be confident and back yourself. That's that that's personally something that drives me 
uh, forward. And the second thing, at least that um, you know, uh, again, uh, I'm I'm just giving out lessons that I have learned on the absolutely, way. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, is you know, be uh, I mean, do what you are a hundred percent good at and you are confident about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that to be a second at something else. Yeah. For example, I was in a venture fund. Yeah. And I was I was like you know I'm maybe not the best person to be writing a check because I've, I've, I don't have that skill set. Mm. What I enjoy is writing and I enjoy journalism. Mm. And uh, uh, I think people called me crazy when I said, you know, I want to leave, uh, you know, a cushy job of being a venture capital, being in a venture capital fund mm. to coming back to journalists, which is like so much of a grind. Right. Um, but I was like, this is this is what I'm good at. This is this is what I enjoy, and uh, you know, that's you know, that's what my life is supposed yeah. to be uh, about. What uh, you know, what I uh, what I really inspired to do, and motivated to do that. Fascinating. So yeah, I think I think those are the two that drive me every day. Yeah. No, and these are fantastic. These are absolutely fantastic. So Aditi, on based on your advice of backing yourself and do what you are good at. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about the cap table and your amazing journey as a journalist. And thank you for talking to me about Elevate and all the great work you're doing to provide mentorship to a lot of women leaders. Thank, thank you again for speaking you. to me and good luck. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.